Hey guys, welcome into the podcast today. My name is Ashton. Today it is July 31st here. It's 11.06 here in the morning. And today we are going to be talking about Man 20, Tyreek Hill, a bunch of NFL stuff as the NFL season gets closer on. So today I was going to start off by talking about Madden 20 as it comes out August 2nd, um, which seems to be here this Friday, it looks like. So I'm I'm getting really excited. I'm getting really pumped up for it. Um, I, prob- I probably won't buy it until around Black Friday because I'm just cheap that way. And I, as much as I would love to get it August 2nd, I'm trying to save money for college as well. So I, I think I'm going to hold down on it for now. And I'm really excited to check out uh, the Chiefs Madden roster for sure. I know that the DB rating will probably be pretty low for him, but I saw that Patrick Mahomes is a 97 overall and Tyreek Hill is a 94 overall. So whenever I pl- when I whenever I'll play with the Chiefs, I will be pretty pumped. Um, I'll I'm pretty known for changing the ratings because uh, I like to can like have. I'll probably change Patrick Mahomes to a 99 overall and like bump up Tyreek Hill to like a 97 and put Damian Williams, the the running back, at like a, a 95 just to like, I don't know, show that, show that the Chiefs have like complete dominance. And then I'll bump up the DB rating too for them because the DB rating will probably be one of the worst <laughs> in the game. And so... I'll be doing that. I'll just go ahead and there. I know Kendra Fuller's probably got like an 87 overall, which seems really high to me for Kendall Fuller. I feel like he would probably be like at least an like 80 at least. Um, but an 87 seems kind of high to me. But you know, it's Madden. It's their their ratings are kind of bogus anyways. So it's kind of they have. Aaron Rodgers is a 90 overall, like I said in the last game, uh, the in my last podcast. So he's that's kind of ridiculous. So I'm excited for uh, the new NFL season to start. I I'm getting really pumped. Uh, recently, Tyreek Hill got carted off the field with an injury. He will be back. It's nothing like it's not. He didn't sustain like a torn Achilles or anything. He just, I think he just got hurt. And so he, there's nothing, there's no serious injury there. It's just, I, I kind of expected something like this cause he's, he hasn't been with the team and he hasn't been in, at OTAs. He's just been participating in training camp. Um, and it's like, day four day five and in training camp so there's a whole lot of variables mixed in I know that AJ Green went down with an injury like and like his first practice and like he's AJ Green is gonna miss uh two months possibly like and cannot play football and he's about to there's an actual possibility that he might miss a couple 
like the first couple regular season games. So that's going to be interesting to watch uh, for the Bengals. That really stinks for them because A.J. Green is basically their best receiver and their best player on the team. So they don't have their their best weapon, so they're going to be down. And plus the Bengals, wide receivers, they're – they're all pretty young. They haven't like matured yet into pretty good wide receivers. So Josh Josh Ross has got to step up, um, and there's a rookie that he's he's got to show that he has potential. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head currently, but um, there's Cincinnati's. Not I don't see them being a playoff team mainly because they got rid of Mar- Marvin Lewis, which was about time they got rid of Marvin Lewis. But um, they got a rookie head coach, which I don't know how he's going to do. So the Cincinnati don't count them as a playoff team. They um, they're they're pretty much trying to figure out their own way, and I see them getting like five wins a season. It's I see their record being 5-11, and 11, so it's not going to be pretty for Cincinnati. Um, but the Chiefs, on the other hand, I really see this being a potential Super Bowl-winning caliber season. Um, when they got Frank Clark in a trade and signed him this offseason, that was basically telling the whole organization, telling the whole fan base, Hey, we're in we're in win now mode. Like we're gonna try and win a Super Bowl this year, and this year is a hundred years in the NFL. Um, the NFL uh, mark has been a hundred years now, so we're celebrating a hundred years into the NFL, which is kind of pretty cool. Um, you know, it's kind of so this year's pretty much gonna be like celebrating like some of the best of uh, the NFL like you'll probably hear from a lot of greats in the NFL like Peyton Manning I know that Peyton Manning does a lot of ESPN plus stuff and so he Peyton Manning will probably be all over the place I know that it's just celebrating 100 years so it will be pretty interesting how as the season unfolds, how that's incorporated into everything. Um, as we saw that that 100-year commercial, the NFL's 100-year commercial, being celebrated in the Super Bowl last year. Um, so with everybody, like, throwing the ball around, getting tackled and stuff, and, like, passing on the football and stuff, and... Uh, I'm kind of exci- I'm kind of excited to see um, how, as the season plays out, like who's going to be some of the the top NFL teams. Um, a lot of people say that the Cleveland Browns are in title contention this year. Um, I I sincerely doubt that. Like on paper, they have amazing talent all over the field. They have Odell Beckham Jr. on the offensive side, Baker Mayfield. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry. Their tight end is really good, too. Like, they have, like, top five potential on the offensive side of the football. And then they're really good on the defensive side of the football with Miles Garrett leading the charge. And 
they have a lot of great studs on that side of the football as well. So on paper, this looks like a really good football team, but I they I think that they would be a wild card team. I don't see them getting out of the pack um, and winning a Super Bowl, mainly because they have a rookie head coach and uh, they're he as the head coach he has not shown he's not proven anything he's been a really good offensive coordinator but he's not proven anything that he can successfully lead a team to the playoffs and possibly win a Super Bowl their first step should be to get to the playoffs because they haven't been in the last 16 years (laughs) the last time they made the playoffs was 2002 so it's been quite a ride for them and they've got they've just got to make the playoffs first and they don't get Kareem Hunt until later into the season and so Kareem Hunt's suspended for I believe off the top of my head 14 games let me look that up here really quick and he's got like Kareem Hunt has to be in inquired and back into the offense like he's he's with the team right now um in training camp and OTAs and stuff like learning the playbook and stuff and why Kareem Hunt got a job up a a second chance in the NFL at all is because Glenn Dorsey drafted Kareem Hunt to the Chiefs the first time around and Glenn Dorsey and Kareem Hunt have a really good relationship off the field um they know each other pretty well glenn uh, glenn dorsey he's not glenn dorsey john dorsey and john dorsey has been uh he's got a great chemistry with kareem hunt off the field and it they John Dorsey has pretty much been there in Kareem Hunt's life. He helped uh, John Dorsey saw Kareem Hunt at Toledo and was pretty much like he was getting to know Kareem at the time. And uh, so John Dorsey and Kareem Hunt have a history. So, of course, when John Dorsey becomes the, the GM for the Cleveland Browns, of course, like he sees Kareem Hunt who – is a really good football player and uh, sees that he's kind of left on the open market. No, I don't think anybody's going to really give him a second chance in the NFL. John Dorsey goes ahead and says, I want him on my football team. And he kind of takes the backlash from it. Um, I know that a lot of uh, analysts in the league were like, "Uh, we don't know about this move. He should probably be kicked out of the league right now. Um, But, in this world, in this country, this is the land of second chances. So John Dorsey was like, I'm giving you a second chance. You need to write, rewrite your own script and pretty much like show the world like that you're not this guy that you went and shoved a lady in Cleveland. And so if you hadn't heard Kareem Hunt, uh, not this past Super Bowl, but the Super Bowl before, um, it was like around the Super Bowl time, like he 
Kareem Hunt is from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, so he was going back home. He was at a hotel, and there was this girl that he had apparently met once before, had problems with her, and started shoving her and pushing her and kicking her to the ground. And, like, you saw that, like, some of the guys were, like, trying to, like, hold him back, like, some of his friends, and but it didn't work. He, Kareem would just shove him off, and he would, like, it was just pretty much ridiculous what Kareem Hunt did. Like, I don't know if he was high or something, but it was pretty ridiculous what he did and pretty stupid because he was going to get a big-time contract from the Chiefs. Like, he was building his way up to get a big-time contract. Same thing with the Tyreek Hill situation. He was about to get paid. Tyreek Hill was about to get paid. And then this whole abusing his child thing from his ex-fiance came up, and then that stopped all the... uh, all the commotion of getting a big-time contract, Kareem Hunt was going to get paid by the Kansas City Chiefs. And so it would have happened eventually. We probably would have put him on, like, the franchise tag or something and then signed him. But Kareem Hunt was going to get paid by the Kansas City Chiefs. He was going to make, I think, possibly on hundreds of millions of dollars, and he just threw that all the way for just... A few minutes of just pushing a girl and kicking a girl. That's why, like, I will never understand in a million years when you're uh, a professional athlete and you know that the world is watching you and you think that you can get away with anything and everything. Like, no. Like, that's, you cannot get away with anything nowadays. Like, we have security cameras everywhere. We have, like, FBI everywhere like the FBI is in our phones and stuff and so like technology nowadays is really advanced and it's like literally everywhere so like maybe you could probably get away with that stuff like 10 15 20 years ago but nowadays like you're not getting away with squat so it's pretty much I I wanted to smack Kareem Hunt like, if, if he were in person, I would have smacked him and been like, dude, what the crap? Then also reminding myself, oh, yeah, this guy's like 6'3", like 6'4". He could probably steamroll my behind any day of the week. So just keeping that in perspective, um, the dude's muscles are ginormous, and the girl's face was literally the size of his biceps. Like, I'm not kidding you. The dude... The girl is a literal um, toothpick compared to him. And so whenever he was pushing her around, it was obvious, like, she had nothing to combat it. And first off, what makes you think that it's okay to touch a girl in any type of situation like that? Like, you're, she's, it's obvious that her and him were having some sort of disagreement, and he was obviously not in his right mind and it was just kind of Kareem Hunt's uh, a tool to be reckoned with um but yeah so I kind of gave you the backstory of kind of what happened of why Kareem Hunt got uh suspended and why he got cut from the Chiefs because 
I think mainly the reason why the Chiefs cut him is he lied to them. Uh, he said that he didn't do anything. And when you're, especially nowadays, in this in this line of work, you don't lie to your bosses. You just don't. Especially when they have a videotape of you doing it. Like, now, we didn't know that uh, TMZ was actually going to release the footage of Kareem Hunt from the hotel. Somebody from TMZ must have paid the hotel worker some pretty good darn money because the NFL could not get a hold of this footage. Like, the NFL can get like a hold of a lot of footage pretty darn quickly and good. Um, but TMZ got it first, so that kind of was like, okay, who wrote the check? <laughs> who, uh, how much money is was tossed around here to get that footage released. So, um, still to this day, I'm glad that Cream Hunt's gone. Um, it's kind of sad that my, uh, my ex-girlfriend, she got me a, a jersey, a Cream Hunt jersey, and now I kind of have to, I have to burn that. So, uh, it's kind of funny because I was like, she asked me, uh, what would you rather have, a Kareem Hunt jersey or a Tyreek Hill jersey? And, at the time, I knew about Tyreek Hill and his like uh, his past with abusing his fiance and his ex fiance and stuff. But Kareem Hunt hadn't done anything up to that point, so I was like, "Give me Kareem Hunt." And then this whole Kareem Hunt situation happened, and I'm like, "Well, I gotta burn that jersey now." So that's that's pretty ridiculous. But I've had my pretty bad luck with jerseys I guess but um anyways it's so yeah that that's the whole Kareem Hunt situation Kareem Hunt will be suspended 14 games uh the first 14 games of the season so he'll get the last two games with the team and so at that point he's he's pretty much in prime shape ready to go just hoping that he doesn't tear an ACL in practice or something, which if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you're praying that that doesn't happen and that he doesn't severe like a, a serious injury. Kareem Hunt was, he led the league in rushing in his first season. He led the re league in rushing, and it was just like Ezekiel Elliott was second in the league at the time, and it was just like Kareem Hunt was a rookie. He was just like he had a big game. Like he had been showing off. Like he is the guy, um, the running back that you want to go to and lean on. Um, kind of the funny thing was like when he, his first NFL carry, they were <laughs> the it was Sunday Night Football. They were playing against the Patriots, and I remember Al Michael and Chris Collinsworth. Like, actually talking about this guy never fumbled. Like, he never fumbled in college. And, like, he never fumbled. Never. Not once. Like, he actually never fumbled at Toledo. And Toledo's a small school, but it's still D1. And so, it was... He he never... He was a really good running back there. He never fumbled. He always was a really good ball carrier, and he always protected the football. His first NFL carry, 
after they just got done talking about that, he fumbles the football. His first NFL carry, he fumbles the football. And I just, at that point, all I could do was just laugh because I was just like, wow, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, you just screwed over the Chiefs. Thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks for that bad luck. So it was pretty annoying to me that it was uh, he pretty much he but he got back to him himself Kareem Hunt did he just it was all uh, first off it was a great punch like somebody punched the ball out and so it was kind of it was a given that that ball that ball was going to come out regardless of no matter what happened I think somebody punched the ball out so one of the Patriots players did and I don't remember who but the the Patriots have always been sound defensively because of Bill Belichick and they will always be in title contention when you have Tom Brady as your quarterback and Bill Belichick as your as your head coach and defensive mind and so I think that when the Patriots and Chiefs meet this season, uh, which is week 14, you can write that on your calendar, week 14, they, it's going to be at Foxborough. So for the third straight year, it, there's going to be a regular season at Fox game at Foxborough. I'm looking forward to it because the Patriot, the Chiefs have a whole lot to prove to the Patriots. Like we are the top dog. And that last year we should have beat you in the ASC championship game. And I think the Chiefs are going to come out with a vengeance and Patrick Mahomes is going to light Foxborough up again because that man can ball. Uh, but so anyways, it's pretty much a given that the Chiefs are going to be in – in the running for an AFC championship game again. And uh, I think it will be, it will be a really fun year for for being a Chiefs fan. And uh, you've, you've just got to enjoy the ride while it lasts. Cause we, I know that Patrick Mahomes is the face of the franchise and, you know, we've been pretty much spoiled here the last four or five seasons of Andy Reid and his production and us, him getting us to the playoffs and stuff. But I can see us getting to the Super Bowl and winning it. Like, just really enjoy this time. Like, take everything in because we may only get to the Super Bowl once ever. Like, throughout Patrick Mahomes' career, like, Aaron Rodgers, he's the best talent-wise. He's the best quarterback in the NFL, and he's only been to one Super Bowl, and he's only won one, and that was nine years ago. So it's been a while for for eight nine years ago for Aaron Rodgers. So he's not been back since. So I don't see that being our fortune with Patrick Mahomes. But I see us and always competing for for a Super Bowl while Patrick Mahomes is our quarterback and 
there's going to be a lot of heated discussion of like he's already one like he's breaking Chiefs records right now like at the quarterback position which isn't that difficult because we've not really had the best quarterbacks ever um we've had Lynn Dawson and Trent Green that's pretty much it um there's I guess Alex Smith if you want to throw him in there um before Patrick Mahomes, I mean, that's like a short list of really good quarterbacks for the Chiefs. Like, other than that, we've not had really good quarterbacks. Like, we've had, like, I remember the Matt Castle years, and we were, like, on the fence of, is he a good quarterback or not? No, the dude was straight trash, and he had one good season. That was it. And I remember uh, Madden 12, he's rated as an overall of 86 I am not kidding you you could look that up Matt Castle isn't his rating on Madden is an overall of 86 the dude wasn't that good he had like he had Tom uh Todd Haley as his head coach and Todd Haley was a terrible head coach and like Todd Haley is more of an offensive coordinator than anything and yet he can't even do that because he's out of a job. I think the last stop that I know that he had was Pittsburgh. Or no, it was Cleveland. And he got fired from there too. And so uh, it was Pittsburgh. Then he went to Cleveland and then he got fired. So he's, he's just, I think Todd Haley, overall he's not, a, a player's coach per se because he's I remember the backlash that he got while he was here in Kansas City he it was pretty much terrible everybody was like why is he our head coach I remember those years I remember the conversations that I had with my dad I was like why are the Chiefs so terrible because we just we had our our rough time as uh, Chiefs fans just watching Really pretty crappy football. I remember growing up just watching the Chiefs just lose year in, year out, year in, year out. And it was just the same old Chiefs. And then one, like as soon as we got Andy Reid, ever since we've gotten Andy Reid, we've had winning season. We've, had, we've won 10-plus games every season that Andy Reid has been our head coach every season. Like, that is ridiculous. Like, you're really, you're a really good head coach if you can produce 10-plus seasons every single season that you're here. And we had nothing. Like, we were, we were, we had nothing as Kansas City Chiefs fans before Andy Reid got here. So, we owe him, like, the world as Chiefs fans, and we... Like, Arrowhead will be rocking this year because we know that we are, like, we are one of the top teams in the NFL to compete and win a Super Bowl. And so, Arrowhead's going to be rocking this year. Um, I want to go out to a couple games, and so I just want to see Patrick Mahomes do something. I know that he's going to do something, whether that's the no-look pass or just drop a bomb to Tyreek Hill and so I'm really excited for this year as a Chiefs fan um, 
that the Chiefs are going to are going to do really great. Um, I don't really see them losing a whole lot in their schedule. The only time I could possibly like the two games that I probably highlight and like on a potential possibly losing to is the Bears. Um, that's like one of the last weeks in the NFL. I think that's like week 16 that they play the Bears, which is really late. Um, and the Patriots. The Patriots are always a, a tough, like that with those games with the Patriots and the Chiefs, it's kind of a, a coin toss. It could go either way. Um, but um, Andy Reid has had Bill Belichick's number in the regular season. Um, but Bill Belichick has Andy Reid's number in the playoffs. So it's kind of, it's a give and go kind of deal. So I know that Bill Belichick doesn't always try his hardest against Andy Reid, at least during the regular season, it seems like. Um, but um, so it'll be interesting to watch as I, Andy Reid's record now. Uh, in in the regular season, that is uh, against Bill Belichick is like it's something crazy. It's, I think he's only had three losses ever against him in the regular season, and so that Andy Reid has been in the NFC East uh, for most of his career. He spent most of his career in Philly. So it was like in every blue moon, like he would face a Bill Belichick. And so led team. So he actually went up, the Eagles and the Patriots went up against each other in the Super Bowl. And uh, Bill Belichick got him the best of them then. And nowadays, uh, Bill Belichick is, he's got, Tom Brady, like he did back then, led them to a Super Bowl. But Chiefs, they, we got Patrick Mahomes now. And I will say, Andy Reid has never had a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Like, if this is, like, this is his time to show that he can win a Super Bowl and that he can actually be considered one of the greatest coaches to ever live. Uh, in the game, right now he's Andy Reid's pretty much got it all, except that one box of winning a Super Bowl. And with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback, he could he could surely win it. So, thank you guys for listening into my podcast today. I really enjoyed it. Um, hit that likes hit a like on my video. I would love to hear your comments. Um, it's to see what I can improve on and to see, to hear more from you guys. Like I really like feedback. So to, I want to improve and give you guys the best product I can possibly give you. So if you could leave a like and subscribe, if you're new to the channel and thank you guys, peace out.